Hello, welcome to Wide Open Spaces with Elise. This is episode 49, Whiplash. I appreciate you joining me here today after my four-week vacation. This is my first podcast back, so thank you so much for tuning in and joining me after I had a little bit of relaxation on my vacation. You can find my podcast on Podbean, Spotify, Google Podcasts, or anywhere else that you enjoy listening to your podcasts. You can find me at wideopenspaceswithelise.com. Elise is spelled I-L-I-S-E. That is my website where you can learn a little bit about me. I'll be posting some of my summer pictures so you can see some of my journeys that I took. I will always take a break in the summer because as a recreational therapist, I believe in recreation and time for ourselves. So my time is usually in the summer. This summer I went to Arizona, Orlando, and St. Augustine, Florida. I'm a Florida girl, so we did a little bit of Florida beach time. It was very relaxing, the sound of the waves, the sand in my toes, and the sun on my face. Simple, but pure and relaxing. And Arizona, well, very spiritual. Went to a singing bowl meditation, got lots of massages, sat out by the pool, had the cool water on my skin, did some yoga, and just loved the cactuses and the prickly pears and the mountains and the sunsets. And just beautiful relaxation time and lots of naps. So I'm back. Thank you for joining me. And on this journey, as the school year is about to start for many parts of the United States, so we are very busy with that if you're a parent or you're a college student, getting ready for all of that excitement of getting back to school. I believe everybody needs time for themselves. And you always have to practice what you preach. And I'm a firm believer in that. I couldn't sit here today and honestly talk about things like taking time out from your daily routines for your mental health if I didn't do it myself. So I hope some of you did miss me over those four weeks, but it was my time for me. July is my month where I will always go away to explore. So I titled this Whiplash. Now, as a therapist working in psychiatric hospitals, geriatrics and adolescents, pediatrics and adults, chemical dependency, eating disorders, I saw many different things that would go on in people's lives. The ups, the downs, the tragedies just trying to control their mental illness, their anxiety, and their frustrations, and their depression. And I've seen a lot as a therapist, but I've really never seen what's going on today, in August, in the United States, in 2021. And that's why I call this whiplash. As human beings, we always try to find some comfort, some norms in our life, something we can always count on. I don't know that I can really find a lot of that today. We 
you know if you're an avid listener of mine that this podcast started out from the worldwide pandemic, me being home like millions of other people, making their TikToks and cooking and finding what their groove was and working on their physical bodies and their health and reading more and listening more and watching more. And so my podcast was my thing. It's what I created during the pandemic. And so over the past year and a half, we've all seen horrors, sadness, good times, bad times, wear your mask, don't wear your mask, get your vaccine, you don't believe in the vaccine. And things started getting better. Lots of people were vaccinated, so they were told that they could be inside without a mask on. They could be outside without a mask on. And if you weren't vaccinated, you could be outside without a mask on, but to wear one inside. Things were changing. People were coming out. We started traveling again. I was on my first airplane. I was nervous. But people started to live, to feel normal. That's the only way that I can describe it. It's for me personally, I started to feel normal normal. Whatever normal is for me. It was going to restaurants. I sat in my first restaurant when I was in Arizona and it felt odd and it felt strange and I felt uneasy but at the same time it felt so good. And I know a lot of you have been out there and eating in restaurants but for me it was my first time and it's just so funny how something as simple as going to a restaurant could be so wonderful. And going to places and visiting places and being around others and hugging your friends and your family members that you haven't seen in a long time, but you're all vaccinated, so they say you can hug. It was feeling normal. It was feeling great. It was feeling wonderful. Even amongst the people that I would interact with, I could feel them lighter, happier, because their lives were getting back to what it used to be, with some new changes and new adaptations in their lives, but new things that they may have learned over COVID that they've now incorporated, but they're out and they're about and they're enjoying the sun and the water of summer. Summer's such a free time, and we were allowed to be free this summer. Not so much last summer. But here comes the whiplash. Cases are going up. In the state of Florida, and I'm not proud to say this, we have the most amount of cases. We're in that deep orangish red color. It's almost embarrassing to me because all they say is you need to do is get a vaccine and wear a mask. But I see more people than not wearing masks because they said we should wear them again inside, which is sad because then all that freedom seems to be withering away again. They say that if you're vaccinated, 
you could give it to someone else, but you never be sick. So then it makes me feel like, should I be around people in my world that aren't vaccinated? I mean, if I could be a carrier and not know it, should I risk possibly giving them COVID? These are all the things that go on in my head. And so that's why I call this whiplash, because I feel like a lot of us are in that middle zone. I got a taste of freedom. Now they're saying I need to be more careful. How do I feel about that? Do I want to be more careful? Do I want to be safe? Or do I want to get back to feeling that freedom? I think as a society, we need to think. Because we all want to be here tomorrow and next year and the years to come. So it means sacrifice, unfortunately. And that sacrifice is wearing that mask again. And hopefully those who weren't so comfortable getting vaccinated will start to get vaccinated. And we are seeing an uprise in the past couple of days in vaccines. I want to see more things like I saw this summer. When I was sitting in that restaurant, there were two ladies who were sitting by themselves for some time. and I could hear them tell the server, we're waiting for some people. And they waited quite some time. And all of a sudden, this couple came in. And it was the couple they were waiting for. And I just watched as an observer to what they were doing and what was going on with them. And it was fascinating for me to see because the hugs, I watched them hug. And they didn't just hug and let go. They hug and held on tight. And the laughter from all the way across the restaurant that came from the four people just hugging. And it was apparent to me that they hadn't seen these people in such a long time or hug them in such a long time. And it was beautiful being a voyeur, stepping back, trying not to let them see I'm staring. But it made me feel so good to see their smiles, to hear their laughter. I'm sure many of you have had those experiences as you've gotten vaccinated and being able to hug your friends and family members, people, you could, if you go on social media, people would post, friends of mine would post where they haven't seen their mother or their grandparents in over a year and the magic of laying eyes on each other and the magic of just putting your arms around your loved ones. So how do we deal with this whiplash? It's nobody's fault necessarily. If you are a believer that you're just not comfortable with the vaccine, I can't condemn you for that. I was hesitant in the beginning. I did a lot of research. I decided based on that which vaccine I chose to get. But if you're involved in the disinformation of the vaccines, well, I honestly have no patience for that. We have to deal in facts and not scaring people 
and not rumors and not things that are just plain false. And that's another part of the whiplash that we're all dealing with is this misinformation. What do I believe? What shouldn't I believe? What is just bull? And I guess basically my only answer to that is do your own research. Because you will see all over social media disinformation. You may know people personally who are involved in disinformation. And you have to decide how do you want to handle that. For me personally is I some of it I just know is bull. Just from being college educated and being in the science field and taking biology and anatomy and physiology, some of it I just know is bull. I reach out to doctors that I know for clarification. I reached out to an OBGYN to discuss the disinformation about fertility. So that's my way because I'm very concrete. So I need to see the facts, the data, the real data. But you can choose any way to deal with it. And if there are people on your social media that are in this disinformation. You can choose to ignore it. You can block them. You can unfriend them. You can do whatever you need to do. For me, with a couple of people that are actually family members involved in disinformation, I did unfriend them. Not because I'm disgusted with them and I'm never going to talk to them again but because I felt that if I continued to read what their posts were, then our relationship would not be repairable. So to keep the relationship, I felt it was better off not to see what that person was posting. Were they offended I unfriended them? Possibly. I don't know, and I don't care to ask. Because the reality is, it's about me. And for you, it's about you. And you have to decide what is best for you. So in this all this disinformation and the whiplash of not enough people are getting vaccinated, so now this Delta variant is out there and more people are getting sick and younger people are getting sick and being hospitalized. And you'll watch the news and they'll show people from their hospital bed talking about what they should and shouldn't have done and trying to decipher it all and, and where do you fit in that and so it became for me just kind of overwhelming frustrating and irritating to be completely honest because again I'm fact-based fact and science-based so how did I deal with the whiplash well of course I'm going to and you may disagree with me follow what the scientists say you may choose to do something else I don't condemn you for that. Remember, this is about me, and for you, it's about you. And so what I decided to do to kind of counterbalance this negative information that was being absorbed, I mean, even sitting in the airport, and they have the TVs on, and there's the information about the pandemic and the Delta variants and people vaccinated and not vaccinated, and what's happening. It's everywhere. So what I started to do is, 
you know how you can become part of these Facebook groups with quotes and random quotes and positive quotes and or just um, photography. I started whenever I would be exposed to something that I felt was negative input for me. I would go and I'd read one of these quotes. It was my way to kind of counterbalance it or to look at pictures of nature or animals. It was kind of like negative input, push out the negative input with positive input. And so I would read these quotes and I took pictures of them. And over the past month, I didn't even count how many pictures I have of quotes that friends might have posted or these random quote groups that I might be on that have posted or mental health groups that have posted positive quotes or on Instagram. And I took pictures of these so that I could just pull them up if I had a favorite or I could just keep taking pictures of them. And then I thought, why not share some of them with you today? What a great way to count, counterbalance all this whiplash and confusing information that we're taking in with positive random quotes. So what I'm going to do is I'm going to flip through my phone and the pictures that I took of quotes and I'm just going to pick one and talk to you about it and how I perceive it and hopefully in that process you'll feel lifted up, your head will be a little clearer and maybe you'll start reading random quotes and taking pictures of them and sharing them with people. When you have someone who's feeling stressed or anxious about what's going on in the world, with your kids going back to school, back to college, where you were going back to work and all of a sudden they're pulling people back out of the office again. It's that whiplash. It's that back and forth where we don't have that calm, that norm that we can depend upon. So I'm going to read you some quotes and we'll talk about it. Okay, so here we go. This quote is by Do Zantamata. Some days are better, some days are worse. Look for the blessing instead of the curse. Be positive, stay strong, and get enough rest. You can't do it all, but you can do your best. And to me, this is all about balance. Try. Some days are better and some days are worse. But don't make that day that's really bad into that curse. How can you turn that day around? It doesn't mean because you had a bad day that the rest of the day just has to suck. How do you turn it around? Be positive, stay strong, and get enough rest. And just know that you're trying to do your best. Rest is such a key component in our world. And I don't think that people really realize how important sleep is. Now, I'm a napper. My oldest daughter's a napper. People make fun of us that we're nappers. But sometimes I need that 30 minutes just to close my eyes, to kind of reboot myself so that if I did have that crappy day, I close my eyes for 30 minutes, I reboot so I can enjoy the rest of my day or tackle whatever it is with a more clear, restful mind. And if you're somebody who 
stays up really late and sleeps in really late, not the best for our circadian rhythm with our bodies. Our bodies are meant to be up during the day and to sleep at night. I'm not saying go to bed at midnight, but for those of you that are going to bed like at 3 in the morning and then sleeping till 12, you might want to reconsider. You think it's great, but it's taking its toll on your body, your physical health. So start to think about getting enough rest, going to bed at a decent time. I'm not saying 9 o'clock or 8 o'clock in the evening, but a decent time and waking up at a decent time. And I guarantee you'll start to feel better, clearer, and being able to handle that whiplash that we're going on and the stress of the news and things that are going on and people getting sick. If you're restful, you can cope better. Here's another quote. and Let me see if I can read the name on it. It just says, it's coffee quotes in me. And here's the quote. When life gives you rainy days, throw your boots on and jump in the puddles. I mean, think about it. How many of you, when it rains, you start to run undercover or run inside or hibernate for the days? When life gives you rainy days, throw your boots on and jump in the puddles. What does that mean? It means be free. Look at that rain as not as a negative thing, but as something that's fun and can help you release some anxiety and stress. And I can say that from firsthand experience because today as I was walking my dog, it was a beautiful day out until all of a sudden it started to pour. And I don't mean just rain. I mean pour. The dog was soaked. The raindrops were dripping in my eyes. I had to keep wiping them away. I had to put my earbuds in my pocket so they didn't get wet. Now I could have ran home with the dog, but I chose not to. I walked home. I was soaked to the bone, but it felt kind of free and kind of like I was breaking the norm that I'm just casually walking in the pouring rain. I'm sure I looked odd from the passersby, but I enjoyed it in a weird sort of way. It kind of broke up that stressful morning that I had and made me feel a little bit free. And it was kind of fun. And I dried off, and here I am doing my podcast with you. Here's another one. This is Simone Biles. Now we're doing the Olympics right now. And if you're aware of the Olympics, you know of all the struggles she went through. Here's Simone Biles' quote. I have to put my pride aside. I have to do what's right for me and focus on my mental health and not jeopardize my health and well-being. That's why I decided to take a step back. Think about that. A lot of us who are dealing with mental health issues don't feel that we can just step back, don't feel that we can just take care of ourselves. But if we don't take care of ourselves, who will? Not all of us have those significant others in our life that can take care of us. And even if we do, at our core, we're the only ones that really know what makes us tick. And if you have to step back from something as extreme as the Olympics, in front of the whole world, 
Think about what she did. Knowing she would be ridiculed. Knowing there would be people calling her a quitter. In the middle of a pandemic, the Olympics that were postponed for an entire year, with them having to train by themselves in their home to get to this point and to know that her mental health was more important than winning that medal. And that's what you have to do in your life, is put everything in perspective. Is having that toxic person in your life more important than your mental health? Is running your children around all day because they're in every activity under the sun and you take zero time for yourself? Is it really that important for your child to be in that one extra activity if it means not taking care of yourself? If you're a college student and you have so much going on and you can't get enough sleep, is it more important to push yourself through that extra hour of no sleep? Or should you take that time and close your eyes for that hour to reboot, to rest? Mental health is becoming a hot topic. And I'm happy about it. And for those of you that have different mental health illnesses, this is the rainbow coming out after the rain. Because people will understand you more. Have more patience, more concern, and be more caring. Knowing that mental health issues affect a big majority of people in the world, even Olympic gold medal athletes. I love this one because I always say I feel young in my head. I feel like I'm a teenager in my head. So this quote comes from Inspired Positivity Today. Don't let age change you. Change the way you age. Ah, that's awesome. Don't just think because you're in your 40s or your 50s, I'm getting old, this aches, this hurts. That. Okay, we're getting older. But change the way you age. Change your thought process. You can let that aging bring you down, make you weak. Even if you have physical issues, it's what's in the head. It's how we think to keep ourselves young. I pride myself on my adult daughter, my teenage daughter, not minding me around their friends. Because they say I'm the cool mom. It's not that I'm a cool mom. It's that I've always just stayed young in my head. Not immature, but young. Watching those people, seeing that couple that they haven't seen for years and taking the joy in that. Instead of being annoyed, crotchety person saying, oh, they're making so much noise. Can they be quiet? Enjoy the flowers and the sights around you. Do things that quote-unquote older people don't do. Try to stay younger in your head. Mature, but younger. Enjoy those things. Not because an old person shouldn't be doing them. Enjoy them because it keeps you young. Let's see. This one here is by the Dalai Lama. 
Once a year, go someplace you've never been before. Was the rambling travel traveler that I am, ugh, I almost feel like if I go someplace that I've been before, it's anticlimactic. Even if it's in the United States, I always try to go somewhere I haven't been before. Even if it's in the same state, I visited that state, but a different place in that state. Because it opens up your mind to what other people are doing. How other people live. I mean, when I compare the way people live in Arizona to the way people live in Florida, it's just so different. I mean, we were sitting outside having some drinks, and they saw a rainstorm coming. Now, in Florida, you'll literally sit there till the rain is coming down before you move if you're sitting out on a patio. But all of a sudden, I start seeing them move the pillows and the chairs, and I'm like, I asked the server, what's going on? Well, it's about to rain. And I kind of chuckled because it doesn't rain often in Arizona. So when it does, it's a big thing for them, and it's kind of monsoon-like. And so there we're preparing. But in Florida, monsoon, hurricane, people are outside until they tell you not to be outside anymore before a hurricane. So that's just a kind of a silly example of how it's important to visit places you've never been, even inside your own state, to see how differently people live. In the state of Florida, I mean, South Florida is very forward, you know, forward in fashion and um, fast way of life, and it's very up in the times. But then you have parts of Florida that are very rural and are in the middle of nowhere, and they live a life very different than the people in South Florida. So it's really great to just try to go someplace you've never been before. And this is going to be my last quote that I'm going to share with you. This is Laura Jaworski. And of course, this one caught my eye because it has like a picture of a golden retriever on it. Better than all of the gold in the world, better than diamonds, better than pearls, better than any material thing is the love of a dog and the joy that it brings. Now, why did I pick that one? I'm a firm believer as a recreational therapist in pet therapy. Um, even if you can't have a pet, you can walk into a pet store. They have open petting at times where you can just sit with a pet. There are places in your community centers that have pet therapy open to the public. So if you can't afford to have your own pet, and I understand pets are very expensive to maintain and have in your life, but seek out a pet. If a friend has a pet, there is something that happens as I look at my dog sitting on the couch, sleeping restfully as I record this podcast. There's something about pets. There's something they do to us. And all this whiplash and craziness that's going on, when you lay with a pet or a pet climbs in your lap, a cat climbs on your shoulder, a bird tweets across the room, there's something about pets. Now, clinically, it's proven that if they had a blood pressure cuff on you and you were with a pet and petting a pet, your blood pressure lowers. It has a chemical, physical effect on our bodies. But more important to that mental health aspect that I'm all about, pets really help 
with anxiety and stress and depression. When you're feeling down and a pet licks your nose, it puts a smile on your face, even if you are severely depressed. So think about how you could incorporate weekly, if not daily, if you don't have your own. Obviously, if you have your own, well, you're with pets all day. But maybe you're not spending enough time with your pet. Take some time. Just sit with your pet. Let their magic take hold of you and enjoy it. Thank you so much for joining me today for Whiplash. I hope that in the next couple weeks we won't be feeling so much of this do, don't, you can do this, but you can't do that. I pray that things get better as school begins to start for all the kids and their families. I hope that if you are feeling the whiplash like me, that you find something that can help ground you, like reading random positive quotes, just to remind you, just to get you think, thinking. Things might not be great, but it could be a lot worse. Take care of yourselves. Do what you need to feel healthy. Remember, positive thoughts always create positive energy. If you have those quotes and you think about them, the only thing that can come out of that is positive energy. Do it for yourself. Do it for your family. Do it for your kids. Do it for your friends. Do it for your pets. So you're a happier person, a lighter person. Go out and explore all the wide open spaces in your world as we have a few weeks left of summer. I know for you who live up north, things get cool soon. So go out there, enjoy. Go someplace you've never been before. Or just take a walk with your pet. An extra walk. Not just a walk to go to the bathroom, but an extra walk. A relaxing walk with them. And until next week, thank you so much for joining me for episode 49. Next week will be 50. Woo woo. And I look forward to you joining me then. Until then, my friends, ciao. Hope you're enjoying. These are the sounds of the birds in Scottsdale, Arizona. <laughs>